brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And I want to thank you all for joining us in this video quantum conversation. We are with Zoe Davenport, who works with the Crystalline Light Codes, and she is here to share with us an activation to collapse timelines. Let's welcome Zoe Davenport back to Quantum Conversations. Zoe, thank you. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Naren. Hi, everyone. Oh, you know, I'm already feeling just so much energy that's wanting to come through in this conversation. That's why I have my hands on my heart. And I'm really uh, blessed to be here with you in this space. So thank you for having me back on. <laughs> Let's share a little bit about you because you were born aware. You were born aware of your multi-sensory gifts and you really are, a, you're helping the leaders, the new paradigm thinkers and the way showers really step onto the path and step up and be the best that we can be. And boy, that is what we, that is our role right now. That is our purpose for being here and our mission. So I just want to honor you, Zoe, and thank you for that. And let's talk a little bit about your multi-sensory as a little child what was that like for you and did you find that you shut it down after a while uh, <laughs> yeah uh, I um yeah I honestly as a as a child could not understand um how people weren't seeing what I was seeing or feeling what I was feeling or knew what I knew, even knowing stuff before adults would know. And um, I, yeah, I had to, I had to fit in or um, be bullied or be outcast. And, you know, I've had many lives in the past where I was burnt at the stake or drowned. <laughs> So I think at the time I was like, wow, I don't want to be outcast. I want to be part of this society. And um, so I uh, practiced a lot of my uh, um, ceremonies in, in secret. I remember when I was about eight years old, I had this bed and you had a pull out desk and you could pull the desk out and then you could hide inside the bed and you had this whole hiding space. And so I had all of my sacred offerings and crystals and um, like magic potions, like all in secret, all in secret under, under my bed. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I, yeah, I remember spending hours talking um, to my guides through the wall and um, playing games with them. And there would be moments where I would disappear for hours from my house and, you know, come back. And I never really knew where I had gone. I remember memories of coming back and my parents were like, what, what, where were you? And I'm like, 
I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that movie Pan's Labyrinth comes to mind oh. with you. Uh, yes as you're really a little fairy like as well i get that energy (laughs) with you all right so you you are close to the council of light in fact we can already feel Mm. the presence of the council of light and i just want to share with people that as you speak you are radiating this energy and this vibration for all of us to experience So as we listen to this, we can really unravel and we can, from the old 3D matrix, and really take responsibility for that which we are creating. And Mm -hmm. that comes down to timelines. (laughs) And the topic of our show today is about accelerating timelines. Mm -hmm. Let's first talk about a timeline collapse. We've, we've heard, we hear a lot about this. So what does that mean when timelines collapse? Okay, it's a good question. Um, so first off, I would like to invite everyone that is joining us. And even if you are listening to this at another point in, in time, to, to really be here in the conversation. Um, because if you were guided to this conversation, there is a message for you. There is a reason why you um, happened across this energy at this time. And mm, as you move through the conversation, I invite you to listen, not with your ears, but with your body and with your heart. Because as we listen through our bodies and our hearts, it gives us an additional layer of information that bypasses the rational thinking and bypasses the brain. And so when we talk about timelines, when we talk about collapsing timelines or any other way of trying to make sense of our multidimensional connection, our instincts is to go into the energy of the mind because we're trying to then work it out because quite often we are receiving information that we haven't yet experienced firsthand in our physical reality. And so the collapsing of a timeline is really the power of the observer in the present moment's ability to understand that they have already witnessed and observed and experienced that particular outcome in an alternative reality. And this is where it starts to get really interesting because once we can slow ourselves down to feel into that potential, we can let go of it and we can hold space for something else that wants to come in into this moment that is always for our highest good, that is always for the integration of our higher self in this reality. And so the collapsing of a timeline is really the observer's ability to slow one's awareness down long enough to listen, not through the ears, but through the heart, through the body, through feeling, of the creative potential of that physical outcome and physical experience. And 
because we are multidimensional and because with every thought we are creating an alternative reality, an alternative potential, we can feel into different threads of, of time, of a linear awareness, a linear understanding, and feel into that in the moment and go, I feel that is going to spark the most joy for me. I feel most abundant in this moment by feeling into the awareness of that, by feeling into the imagination of that. And so what's happening um, in the collective is we are all becoming a lot more aware of our ability to manage our co-created experiences on the physical plane through consciously thinking, through consciously breathing, through consciously feeling. And what we are managing to do is tying all of those pieces together to then create a, a physical uh, potential and tuning into our psychic awareness of, oh, that's something that could maybe come in that I would be best serving of in that moment or perhaps we feel into the imagination of that and just by feeling into the imagination of that it's like we have already witnessed and been there and I have found this myself um, over the past couple of years in particular is I would have this idea of my year for example and uh, certain experiences and conversations and places I would go and foods I would eat and things that I would like to do. And I, I got into the feeling of that so joyfully that I had already felt like I'd, I'd, I'd experienced it, like I'd witnessed it. And so, because I felt so good in that moment, it was not particularly the most serving of my higher self to continue to actually have that timeline because it's like I've my alternative multi-dimensional person had, had already had that timeline over there and so then in this moment I can feel okay I feel good for that so you essentially collapse that timeline because you feel good that you've already had the potential of it is this making sense and so then there's a new one that can open up so that's kind of focusing on the positive, focusing on the collapsing of timelines on the negative is knowing when you are so ultimately done with an expression of your soul that you, do, you no longer need to keep revisiting that thread, that timeline for yourself, because you know in that moment that if you align in your heart to joy in the present moment for no other reason other than now, for no other external reason or source to you, you do not have to keep recreating the timeline that's not serving you either. And so you can collapse the timeline by self-love in the present moment. And in that present moment, you can tune into your awareness, slow your breathing down, slow your thoughts down, slow your experience down of now where you get so soft with this breath, this moment, this thought, this feeling. 
that you can expand yourself to something new that wants to come in for you. And even in that moment, you may not have a full linear psychic awareness of how that timeline is going to work out for you. But when you're in that moment of feeling good for something new, whatever it could be, you can allow the universe to unfold it to you in a beautiful, almost romantic way. And so it's really um, a, a, a question of kind of practicing and, and playing around with different feelings in that present moment and almost imagining like, where do I see myself in a year? What are the steps that I see myself taking to that outcome of where I'd want to be in a year? Does that feel good to me? Does the journey feel expanded? Am I, am I ready for that quest? Am I ready for that mission? Or is there something else I want to experience first of all? And the more that we become aware of this, um, and this kind of in quantum physics, it's at this the uh, science version of it is talking about string theory. Um, I try to explain it through my voice. Um, when I see timelines collapsing, it's like I see threads, cords of light connecting to my third eye and my heart. And it's almost like they're, they're in a certain direction. And I witness them collapsing. I, I see this kind of kaleidoscopic image on my third eye of them all kind of like folding into each other and then a new one emerging almost like a flower emerging and then a new kind of thread kind of like shooting out from my body. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. We are going to go into a process with you where we get to really experience this, get mm -hmm. to that still point. That really shows us the power of our imagination mm -hmm. and this awareness. And what I love, Zoe, is the collapsing of the positive timeline. I hadn't considered that. You would just <laughs> think that collapsing timeline is those that we're done with but mm -hmm. you explained it as the positive. Can you go over that one more time? It's like, we're opening ourselves up to um, seeing it and envisioning it. That's putting it in our field, right? In our awareness. So it's literally already creating it on another realm. But mm -hmm. you say when we collapse that timeline on the positive, that it's actually opening us up to even more. Yes. Yes. So um, I'm going to give an example that might help to build reference for it. So um, the biggest, the secret ingredient to understanding it more is about perspective. And so when we are experiencing life through one perspective, the observer may have the perspective that I only have one true soulmate or I only may only have one true partner that is to come into my life. And so in the observer's perspective, they're going to create a timeline that the universe is going to show them that truth because that is the truth that they hold dear to them. They may tune into a different perspective, a different timeline where the perspective is there are an infinite amount of potential partners. And so perhaps they were holding on to a timeline where they thought because their 
their story, their perspective was this is my one true partner. And they may be having that timeline of heartache with that one person, but they're holding on because they believe their perspective, their truth in that moment, that timeline is that is my one true partner. Whereas when they take a step back and feel into something a bit more joyful, a bit more expanded, a bit more open, they can open their heart up to the perspective that, well, I'm an infinite divine being creator. Therefore, there are an infinite, a billion trillion partners for me of potential outlines. And in that moment, they open themselves up to a different timeline, a different perspective, a different experience, where there may be five partners, there may be 20 partners, there may be a new partner that is more aligned for them so they can collapse that timeline from before and let go of that person and open themselves up in their new perspective to that new timeline where there are five partners. And they may date all of them or they may choose one. And so it's <sighs> reality is as we create it, it is as we believe it to be, it is as we think it to be, it is as we feel it into physical manifestation. And so whatever our perspective is, as the observer of our reality is what we will be shown. And so this is why over the years, I haven't held on to too much truth of um, people's versions of awakening and ascension. Because whenever I felt into different versions and I see then there's conflict of interest of, especially when it comes to uh, the twin flame connection, soulmate connections, contracts, there's lots of opinion and lots of different versions of what that could be. But when you take a step back, everybody's right and everybody's wrong. Everyone is in the version of reality that they are choosing to hold dear to them in that moment. And so what happens is that's the timeline that they create. The timeline is literally a reference for your A to B experience. If we didn't have the awareness of that, everything would happen upside down and backwards and left to left and inside out. So that's why we have this awareness of time in the first place, because it gives our reality a perspective to understand and experience. Otherwise things would just be a complete gobbledygook mess. And in deep meditation, it's possible to understand reality without time but then you're coming into zero point, you're coming outside of time, space, reality, where everything is possible in that moment. And so the timelines that we choose to experience is really about our perspective of the present moment. So when we're collapsing timelines, we're collapsing and opening timelines, an infinite amount of, of, of moments throughout our day, these bigger timelines, that we choose to collapse collectively is when we are collectively consciously communicating together through the opening of our hearts and we're ready to make that shift. And so that's when these, um, these dates come into play of when we're all kind of feeling like, okay, there's, this is a potential now. And then we can literally shift as a collective, uh, uh, a collective timeline experience. But in our individual expression, it's about perspective. No one's right and no one's wrong. It's just what we choose to observe 
is what we create in that moment. And it's fascinating and it's messy and it's beautiful and it's interesting. And it's also uh, frustrating <laughs> because sometimes we can hold on too much to what we thought was our truth. And sometimes when we hold on to what we thought was our truth, we're not opening ourselves up to a new perspective. So coming back into that partnership, sometimes there's so much heartache that we're holding on to on that timeline that we forget that we're infinite divine creative beings and we can choose to make a shift in our reality whenever we want whenever we want we can shift but we have to let go of the perspective that we can't or that we have to remain in that linear timeline so <laughs> yes thank you for explaining that it um it brings to mind that these timelines are, are the perspective are created by our belief systems. Our belief systems lock them in place. And we have a joke around here that those belief systems are BS. So let's pop out the BS and open ourselves up to greater possibilities. So beautiful, so empowering when we do that. And we've been talking recently about really the old matrix that's still in place it is because of these belief systems yeah. and it is because of the the programming that's out there in the mainstream media oh my goodness we should not be watching the media because it really does weigh heavy on our hearts and we could t start to take sides and that is totally distracting us from what you were just saying so mm -hmm. This just um, underscores the importance of really being aware, paying attention to that feeling in the moment and shifting it. So mm -hmm. that's beautiful. We can understand that really well now. Um, we're going to take some questions later in this mm -hmm. program from people who would like your advice on how they could shift a certain timeline in their life. So we invite our listeners to put that in over our question box or our chat line. But for right now, let's do a timeline activation, a heart opening activation that allows us to expand into that most optimal timeline. Okay, beautiful. So I invite everyone to place the soles of your feet onto the earth and allow your hands to rest comfortably on top of your knees facing down just to help with your grounding and allowing yourself to close your eyes and come into this space, allowing the words to guide you and allowing yourself to be. And as you start to focus on the words, also bring your awareness to your breath and just slowly Breathing in and out through your nose. Breathing in for a count of three. 
and out through a count of five. Breathing in for a count of three and out for a count of five. Breathing in for a count of three. Breathing out for a count of five. Now breathing in for a count of four. Breathing out for a count of four. Breathing in for four. Breathing out for four. And follow this gentle breathing in for four and out for four, continuing to listen to my voice and allowing any thoughts that come up to be there for a moment and then letting them release. And with your breath, allowing the inhalation to nourish your entire being. And on your exhalations, just letting everything go. Letting your shoulders relax. Letting your neck relax. Letting your abdomen relax. Letting your legs relax. Letting the soles of your feet relax. Just feeling yourself coming into this divine space of stillness. And all you have to do is breathe. Breathing in for a count of four and out for a count of four. Allowing the soles of your feet to connect in with the ground below you. Feeling yourself connecting to Gaia. Feeling yourself connecting to your truth. Feeling yourself connecting to your heart. Feeling yourself connecting to everybody that is here with you. Feeling yourself opening up to receive. Receiving your breath. Noticing how little effort it took for you to arrive here at this destination through your breath. Noticing how easy it was to feel grounded. And as you deepen your breath, allowing yourself to deepen your connection to this moment, to the vibrations that you are about to receive.
We want you to take a moment to focus on your heart and focus on something that you desire for yourself in your experience, something that gives you joy, something that will expand you, something that will make you feel more of who you are. feeling in your mind's eye that you have already experienced this outcome. Using your imagination to create maybe a picture or scene of you experiencing your desire. Connecting to the joy of that moment. Connecting to the joy of your heart. Remembering to continue focusing on your breath. And noticing in your body if there is any resistance. Noticing if there are any thoughts that are arising that are pulling you out of your center, your imagination. And lightly imagining yourself cutting cords with this resistance. Allowing yourself to feel back into your heart and feel the joy. Feel yourself receiving the energy into your heart of your desire. Feeling yourself receiving the energy into your body, into every single organ and tissues and cells. Focusing on your teeny tiny cells, imagining them smiling and jumping for joy at the feeling and experiencing of your desire, of the gift of your physical human expression, your human experience, your ability to receive. Feeling all of yourselves activating in crystalline light, And allowing yourself to feel playful. As you deepen your breath, imagine the breath breathing potential to all of your cells that this timeline has already been created for you have just felt in your imagination the potential. And feeling yourself now connecting with that emotionally through your heart. Feeling the softness. Feeling the nurturing and grounding of this space. And now slowing your thought down. 
slowing your being down and feel your breath coming in to play with your heartbeat, slowing down into this space and in your mind's eye, imagine darkness. Slowing yourself down. And in your mind's eye, imagining a golden thread of light starting to grow from your being, your heart, and moving outwards into the direction of your most abundant timeline that is to serve your highest good, that your soul has craved for you to experience and know in this moment, this breath, your connection to your imagination, your connection to your soul. You are calling this into alignment now, opening your heart to receive all that is here for you, allowing the energy to expand all the way around you, feeling this beautiful cord of light out into the distance, connecting you to your truth, connecting you to your desires, connecting you to your highest path, and allowing anything else up to this point to release surrendering into the light, knowing that you are recreating your purpose through your heart. You are recreating your truth through self-love. Breathe into this space. Si agayara nado mayara niara no so foyagana koshuko mayara naga shu yasakiara tokomo yarana sianata yaranaka kiaranati asokoriatiaranata kiatotomo kiania sofo si arano kiarianaka kiarano sianata kiarana yanaka Taking a deep breath into your heart. Placing your hands over your heart space and bowing your head to your heart. And just becoming aware of your practice of self, your practice of breathing, your practice of receiving your practice of embodying, your practice of self-love, your practice at calling in the timeline most aligned for you. Taking a deep breath in. 
and deep breath out. When you're ready, slowly opening your eyes and coming into space. Mm. <laughs> hmm. That feels so good. And that's a very powerful tool, mm -hmm. a very powerful tool that we can use. Feeling the energy of the vision of the desire, feeling the excitement and the joy of that. It was almost as if I was there in this dream that I yeah. have. I, 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 I was there, I was really present. And that's what this is all about. That's the power mm. of the imagination. So that was quantum, everyone. We <laughs> went quantum. And this is what it means when we create. So we do this in our own life and use tools like this to really anchor in the positive timelines. Beautiful. I have some questions here that I'd like mm -hmm. to address. For sure. Yes, there is a question. Uh, this is um, from Sissy, who Hi. says, Hi, Zoe, love your shows. Question about taking responsibilities and accelerating mm -hmm. collapsing timelines. I'd like to jump to be free from stimuli and a question about attachments to coffee and cigarettes. That is difficult to let go, she says. Any advice or suggestions? <sighs> so um, I actually used to be a very big smoker. And um, as I started um, to really get back on my path about 10 years ago um it started to become more and more obvious how disassociated i was with those stimuluses and i would say that the uh, practice that we were just sharing would be a really good um, exercise for you to do daily um, in your morning practice is visualizing yourself free from your need to smoke, free from your need to um, have coffee if you feel that's not serving you. And visualize how you want to feel from not being a smoker, how you want to feel from not feeling the need to have coffee. Um, when we try to imagine a different life for ourselves it can be very hard because the mind starts to then focus on where we are now and focuses too much on the why and how and then that puts a massive wall in front of our ability to actually receive the guidance and messages that are going to help us collapse to that point so what we essentially do is we're A and we can imagine Z and we kind of want to fold that timeline, that, that loophole, like folding that paper together. 
and not really focus too much on the linear experience of it. And so I would definitely um, do a practice every day of, this is coming through as well, give thanks and gratitude for your experience with the cigarettes and all that it has taught you and all that has helped you to become, give thanks and gratitude for the coffee, for all that it has helped you with and all that it has helped you to become. And give thanks and gratitude that you are transitioning out of that experience. Give thanks and gratitude for all of the support that you're going to give yourself, the nourishment, the additional self-care whilst you're transitioning through and so it's like every day how can you connect yourself to the that visualization of feeling that you have already gone through the process and then paying attention to every single present moment of what is most aligned for you in that moment that's going to help you through that transition so I hope that kind of gives a bit of context um my personal journey um with cigarettes is I, I knew in my heart that this person, this energy was just waiting to come through and she couldn't wait any longer. She was talking to my old, my, my, my um, older version and was like, Hey girl, you've got a lot to do on this planet and you can't be doing this anymore. This isn't supporting. And my old version was like, show me how. And she said, you've got to love yourself. You got to love yourself and forgive yourself. You've got to love yourself and forgive yourself of where you're at and it's okay. And sometimes when we allow ourselves permission to be where we are with whatever things we are struggling with in our reality, toxic relationships, old jobs, money stuff coming up, alcohol, um, partying, cigarettes, whatever it is, we got to love ourselves and forgive ourselves in that moment. And we may not be at point Z straight away, but we know each baby step through self-care and nurturing in each moment, we will get there eventually. So I hope that helps you. Yes, Sissy, we hope that helps. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you. I love that. Again, it comes back to self-love and forgiveness, <clears throat> not to judge ourselves and beat ourselves up. If, if there's something that we're doing that we wish to drop, but be very patient with ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So this was a beautiful technique, right? This is a beautiful technique to um, envision our dreams, to envision those desires and to anchor them in, and then to release it and let even something greater come through because we're in that field of possibilities. So how would you suggest that we could do this on the collective level for the collective? Um, okay, so we don't want to go 3D and start looking and thinking that, okay, environmental damage, that's, um, that weighs heavy on our hearts, but there's something that we can do here to feel really good about the environment being respected, about people's hearts opening up to respect it. We're not here to save anyone from their hearts opening, but there's something we can do on a collective level with these timelines, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, let's remove time altogether. Let's just pop time over there for a moment. And we have already ascended. 
Gaia is already completely clean and ascended. Yes. We are already in a collective consciousness of, of, of quantum potential where our reality is based solely upon our creative expression, where our jobs are based upon what is going to serve us in our highest desire. The oceans are completely clean. All of the animals are in abundant and joyful, running free. We have complete connection to all of the star systems and interdimensional travel and telepathy and remote viewing and all of these other divine potentials of our human consciousness. There is complete peace. There is no war. There is total abundant play and joy and love and expression. So there is no time. And to create that now is to allow ourselves to feel that that has already been created. And so um, when we look at the oceans and we get sad because um, of what we are doing with the plastics, what we are doing with you know, the, 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 the pollution and the, the sewage, um, we get sad. And so we come from a place in that moment of sadness, wanting to do something. And so we focus on a future time where it will be better. <laughs> and so what we're doing then is we're actually recreating it in that moment that it's still polluted. And there are, it's tricky to explain this because there's, um, what we essentially need to do is, is take time out of the equation and know, feel resonance in our heart that whatever it is that we are wanting to shift on mass proportions is already shifted. And so what we're doing is we are calling in that timeline into the power of now because that's what we are choosing to focus on more. We're not focusing on the fact that it is polluted. We're focused that it is clear. And then once we are in that feeling state, once we're in that vibration, then from that energy, we can take action. We can take physical action in the world. We can start cleaning up the beaches or we can start joining societies or we can start, um, stop using the plastics and using, taking a metal straw around with us from that energy that it is already cleared, it is already done. And so that's the energy bit, then the physical bit is coming that it's already done. And it's the same with your, your internal world of the timeline that you're wanting to create. Create and take action that it is already done. And so then you're just kind of following the steps and then it opens up for you. And then your reality is in flow. You know those days where you wake up and normally you're in a panic and you're maybe running for the bus and of course you miss the bus and a, it starts to rain, you forgot your umbrella, you trip on your shoelaces and a car splashes you with a puddle compared to those days where you woke up and you visualized a totally beautiful transition from your bed to your workspace. The bus waits for you. It's not raining. You remembered your brolly. You didn't trip up. You got to work on time. And that's because you've already felt yourself there so you could bring it here. And then your consciousness, your, your, your simulation of your reality is then just following the steps. 
it's following its way through. And, um, you know, this is a practice <laughs> because everyone then gets into their heads of, and then they focus on all the stories on the times that it didn't work out for them. And then they go, yeah, but how, but how, but how? And, you know, my guides laugh because the book I'm actually writing is like, they like, we can't explain it any more simply for you guys. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a practice, you know? And so um, when I, connect with the ocean, I, I, I connect to the ocean that it is crystalline clear, that it's completely joyful. And then I'll go around the beach and I'll pick up rubbish and love. And I'll send, I'll send love to everyone that dropped the rubbish, you know, I'll send love to them and their families and forgiveness and just coming from a place of it's okay, you know, and, and that helps to kind of hold that energy up there. Cause when we come from the energy of, right, what are we going to do about this? We're, we're, we're fighting with the same energy that's created it and that's not resolving it. And actually when we look around the world, um, when we're in the energy of, of conscious creation, these beautiful uh, companies are starting to emerge where they are running a company but with the viewpoint of sustainability and renewable energy and clean, 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 cleanness. And they're coming from a knowing that it's already done. And so we can, we can take that into our, our practice as well. <laughs> Thank you for that. Again, it's getting into that energy, reaching for that energy. And the key word too is conscious action taking yeah. <laughs> those steps, but those steps come from the energy. There's like new inspiration that comes for that. So it's mm -hmm. not just a woo woo peace and love resolution, but this is really why the great teachers have all told us to keep our focus on new earth, keep our vision of new earth, no matter mm -hmm. what. And then it, it kind of works backwards, like you were saying, to fortify us from the inside out, from that energy so that there are solutions. And I love that. Again, mm -hmm. I do love that. We will be inspired in new ways by tapping into that energy. Okay. All right. So everyone hold your vision of new earth. It's yeah. <laughs> and you know what I've noticed as well? And I love that you said stop. And cause I'll stop. I'll literally stop my car when I see a plastic bag on a barbed wire fence or something or big sheets that fall off trucks. And we're in Colorado, but that makes its way into the water. And our water mm. is one ocean, right? So we know this, but instead of focusing on, oh, that, that plastic, that's just that vibe of being grateful to that plastic for the consciousness of that plastic and um, putting it in the right place, really. Um, yeah. That's the shift that we all need to make when we talk about this shift. It's a shift into the heart and it's a shift into love and gratitude, but yet taking those action steps. And one thing that I want to mention there real quick is that I find that when I do that, I see other groups like kids, mm -hmm. groups of kids picking up trash or rubbish or roadside workers picking up trash. It's yeah, funny how that cool. works. It's funny how that works. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that. Okay. That's All right. Beautiful. More questions for you, Zoe. So. Here's another one. Um, I don't know who this is from, but 
there's this question of impatience. <laughs> I want it now, <laughs> right? We want everything right now. And mm-hmm. the person says that's a main challenge with, with this process. So again, it comes back into this extreme centeredness. So please answer that question of how do we deal with this impatience of these timelines, shifting them? <laughs> So the question is, why, uh, why would you be impatient with yourself and the joy of the experience? You know, the, 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 the fundamentals of having your human being here in this physical incarnation is to appreciate the divine messiness that you get to have of all the wrong turnings and the dead ends and all of the growth and learning that you have from that. Why rush? And so when you feel impatient, maybe ask yourself, wow, I wonder what messiness I'm missing out on right now because I'm focused on wanting to get to the end. There is no end. It's just a continued journey. And so the impatience is really pushing whatever you want further away from your experience. It's just pushing it way over. You're in England. It's pushed over into Australia. (laughs) So... um, It is a practice. Life is a practice. Being human is a practice. Embodying your spiritual self is a practice. Um, Understanding how to call in and accelerate your timelines is a practice. So I ask you to ask yourself the question, how many times a day you focused on being impatient compared to how many times a day you focused on aligning your energy to what you are wanting to call in? because it is very easy to focus on the impatience of what is not here. But then when we challenge us, challenge ourselves with, okay, well, what, um, what beautiful, loving, nurturing, divine grounded steps am I taking to align to that potential that much quicker? And I think what you'll find is you're probably focused way more on the impatience than actually um, taking the beautiful steps that it would, that it would need for you to align to that. And that's the practice is, do you love, are you real willing and ready to um, show up for yourself to create that for you? And knowing that whatever it is that you want to create, there is always something far more beyond what you could have ever imagined in this pre- present moment. And that's the beauty of our unfolding experience as our timelines are shifting around and I have I am blown away continuously at my own version of what I perceive to happen in my reality and then at the last minute it's like spirits like okay we've got her in a good place now she's feeling good and they'll just clap that down and then something else will come through and I'm like wow I could have never imagined that And so step into the mystery and the excitement of not even knowing, of having an idea of like, this is kind of the direction I want to go in. But, you know, I'm so open to anything right now. I'm so open because in this moment, I'm spending the time to visualize myself feeling good. And so the impatience thing is really the mind. It's the mind's expectations of yourself and the restrictions that you um that you have to wait Mm -hmm. and we don't 
<laughs> All right. Yes. The word bypass. Don't bypass that heart center when we go to work with this energy and create with it. So thank you. We hope that was very helpful. All right. More questions. So Jen in New Mexico, your question, girlfriend, please rephrase it. I see you're, you're asking, can the collective have our best partners and income, please? And I don't really know what you mean about that. So please rephrase that because I could kind of uh, guess on that. Um, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I, could, I could read into it, but you know, we, when we talk about manifesting partners and income, the practice that you gave us, and again, the word practice is the mm. operative word. That is um, really a powerful tool for all of us to cultivate this energy of the heart amplify it and empower our desires with it. All right. So Jen, you're going to resend that one. Okay. And I just want to share rain rainy's um, comments says what perfect timing and manifestation. She said she's been struggling with collapsing certain timelines in her life all day today. So this was more than we hoped for. Beautiful. Thing. Okay. All right, so now I'm going to go to Marsha's question. And Marsha is sharing something about her childhood. Her childhood was the opposite. Cellular memories have come out. She was abused in the womb until age four, never felt loved or this magical feeling. She says, I have come to enlightenment and quiet in my mind uh, and coming to being quiet in my body. I see the breaks in energy and I see the multidimensional, etc. And I know that magic is true, but I don't feel the excitement. I feel the now and the presence. I let it all flow and feel peace. I am curious though. Um, she practices collapsing the positive timelines, letting go. Um, but how can others have a magical childhood and still be awake and aware and as an adult without all the horrors and adversities that others have experienced. Okay. <laughs> so Whew. that I could see that as two parts actually. Yes. One is to, to help Marsha deal with this, right? Because actually we know that star seeds came in with this big baggage. We came in, it's hard to see how we would all create this, but there's that one hand where, what can she do with this to move past that? Um, and then I don't know what she means about how others can have a magical childhood and still be awake and aware without all the horrors and adversities. So Marsha, if you wanna um, re-express that part of the question, please do. But uh, Zoe, please talk about how she can kind of work with that and just shift out of it. Mm -hmm. So um, two things, I think what's going on is there's, um, she's, she's kind of comparing um, certain people's contracts and trying to work out, well, how come they've had, they get to have the nice childhood and then they're, they're awake. She's got a belief that starseeds had to have a traumatic entry point in order to awaken and you know how that's not always the case and everyone has different uh, soul contracts and we never really truly know one soul contract over another and 
also um people's uh, contracts are always changing as well the more we awaken and we can connect to our truth and our and our higher selves we are actually collapsing many uh, karmic contracts anyway that we because they just don't do not need to be fulfilled by our consciousness at that time because it's in our interest to move on to another experience so um the the the, the what's holding you back is is the attachment to the story is the attachment to the experience and when we hold on so tightly to where we were we we're not light in what could come in for us and this is hard because um some of us yes had very very traumatic horrific childhoods and you know it takes a long time to to heal and to forgive and to surrender and but the the thing with that and i i say this to anyone in any traumatic experiences in your life and we you know part of our human experience is to go through that in this collective consciousness not you know it's it's not forever um but it's to recognize what was the gift from that experience what was the gift from what you had uh, set out for yourself and the non-attachment to the story doesn't mean that it didn't happen it doesn't mean that it wasn't a part of who you are and hasn't helped shape you today it just means that it's no longer having a hold on what you can become now and so I personally um have never really felt guided to share about my upbringing but in terms of a scale of, 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 of traumatic experiences, like it was, I, I couldn't even make it up, like what happened. Um, but what helped me to transcend through that is I forgave the experience. I forgave myself. I forgave all involved. And I look upon that as the gift of the forgiveness. And forgiveness helps us to move through duality. It helps us to move through this idea of separation. It helps us to move into unity consciousness. It helps us to open our hearts more. And so perhaps in your sharing, um, the anchor point that you could find in this moment is how can you forgive how can you forgive yourself for creating that experience for yourself? How can you forgive everyone involved? And almost maybe even write a letter to your child, to your inner child, connect in with your inner child and say, hey, I love you. I support you. What do you need now in this moment to play, to feel joy, to feel nurtured, to feel protected? Because that's a lot of um, what many of us need to go through as well is, we are the adults now and we can look after our child and we can allow our child to feel safe to play because our child is what helps us to create our reality through the imagination, through living in the present moment. And so there's some beautiful shifts and insights that happen from, from that work of forgiveness. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we hope that helps. We do hope that helps. You know, I love to say, even in my own life, it wasn't easy. There was some deep, deep pain. And um, it, it, in, in a nutshell, it was to return to love. It was all to return to love. And it's, uh, you know, it's not easy, but ouch, we get over it. <laughs> yeah. And so we're liberated from that. Love truly liberates. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, there's a question here. Can you speak to Linda's question? Do you have to be in theta to shift the timeline? Um, that's a question from the head. <laughs> that's what I'm going to answer. <laughs> You know, binaural beats are great to use to get our brain waves into certain patterns to uh, receive and release uh, subliminal programming and to re-pattern um, ourselves into alignment with what we're wanting to call in. So yes, theta is great. Um, personally, I, I, your brain is attuning to different waves through your intentions and your meditation so it will attune to whatever it needs to in that moment but you can use um, binaural beats to get yourself into a, a, a state of theta if you need to if that feels aligned for you but it's a very heady question so <laughs> I invite you to um, not focus on collapsing timelines or calling timelines in I, I invite you all to let go of that and I invite you to focus on the feeling. Yes. Does it feel joyful for me to have this experience that I'm feeling in my mind's eye? Because that's what I do. I'm like, I'm feeling into a potential. I'm shown a vision of maybe visiting a certain country or uh, spending time with a certain individual. Or there's an experience that's wanting to come through in terms of my service, in terms of my business, of a program that I'm going to create. And so I feel into the timelines of it. Um, and I'm always feeling in my body, am I feeling expanded from that vision or am I feeling there's a slight bit of contraction going on? And if I feel there's a little bit of contraction, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a potential timeline, but I, there's something else that wants to come in. And this is how I create all of my experiences. This is how I book things and, and no dates are, are good for me. So, um, focus more on your body and what your heart is communicating to you more than am I collapsing a timeline or am I not collapsing a timeline? Because then you're in your heads. If you're thinking you're in your heads. So if you're feeling you're in your heart, your body, does it feel good? You're going to feel nourishment. You're feeling juicy. You're feeling like turned on by your potential. Are you feeling good? Is it like, yes, so you expanded or is there a bit of contraction there? Where's that contraction coming from? Is it in your root? Maybe there's some energy needs clearing through in your root. Maybe you need to ground more. Maybe you need to go outside in your visualization to connect more with the earth, to bring that timeline into your physical reality through connecting to the earth. Maybe you need to touch a tree. It's all through your body. It's all through your body. Your mind's eye as you open your third eye, um, paying attention to what, what patterns are you being shown? Are you shown colors? Are you shown an actual physical um, image? Me, I, I, I visualize myself there. Like I'm walking through, I've had 
dinner I've had a conversation um there's something that's been created like I I feel myself there um sometimes I feel color so just play with it but yeah (laughs) that's thinking (laughs) yes get out of the conscious mind right get out of the mind all right so the timelines are created through the heart and felt through the body anchored through the body it really is the feeling thank you for clarifying that Wonderful. Okay. So Zoe, you help people. You are on a mission to really help people align um, to their higher aspect, to embody their higher self, and to really step into leadership here for New Earth. And you've got a special offer that I'd love for you to share more on and how people can work with those items to really um, cultivate their practice of really creating this beautiful life Mm, yeah for sure thank you yes i have um put together a package for your audience and um in alignment with what we were sharing um during this conversation so Um, what you get for the package is you will have access to an expanded manifesting activation, which is a really great tool to learn how to energetically open yourself back up to the universe, to your potential, to your connection to all. Because as we expand our energies, we're really expanding back out to everything that we are. So it's kind of uncreating everything that we're not and it's connecting to everything that we are. So when you're wanting to uh, align to a higher timeline or create more of a joyful experience for yourself, as you expand your energy, it's like your energy is sending out a big hug to what you're wanting to call in for yourself. Cause it's just connecting in with that desire, that, that desire. So there's no separation. It's just energy. It's reconnecting yourself to what wants to come in. So it's a really powerful activation um, and there's an additional uh, channeled message that goes along with that audio as well. And it's great to listen to when you know that your energy is feeling a bit flat, plateaued, or you're wanting to um, do some work of calling in some different uh, potentials for yourself. I've also included my book, Love is the Answer, which is a really great tool Um programmed with lots of conscious self-love energy so as you read it it's a feeling book not not a thinking book and so you you work through it chapter by chapter and allow the energy to integrate into your being and then it's accompanied with really powerful uh, invocations and certain exercises as well so you get the pdf of that Um, this is a fun one that I wanted to include in this package because I get a lot of people asking me um, how they can work deeper with crystals, um, especially when it comes to manifesting and creating. And so I've included a two-hour workshop of how to work with your crystals. So I take you through an activation and show you certain uh, dimensional symbols and how to actually activate your crystals for certain intentions and how to connect with their consciousness in a, in a higher capacity. So the crystals love this activation. They wanted me to bring this through. And um, so I wanted to share that as well. Um, And then also you will have access to a five week 
recorded program, which is the Crystalline Light Code. And that really is like a supersonic jet, jet blast of multidimensional frequencies. So it's working on uh, activating your DNA strands. It's working on releasing any density in your cellular and in your cellular memory. It is meant to be listened to over the course of five weeks because the energies are quite powerful. So um, you will receive it in its format and you, you listen to one activation a week for the next five weeks. And then there's also an additional ebook with that as well. Um, and then also I want you to come and join me live. Um, so when you sign up, you will have access to one of the monthly activational classes that I run. So I think the next one um, is coming up in February and that's on the path of the feminine, opening yourself to receive. Um, if you've signed up after then, then you will have access to another live class. And then that also includes a live Q and A call as well. So you can connect with me one-on-one. -on -one. So this package is really designed to help you understand how to expand your energy more, how to feel more grounded in your truth. Um, more expressively creating from your heart and to move forward with a, a deeper empowerment of, of your potential. And I'm so excited because it's 2019 and we are really ready to go. We are ready to jet into um, instant manifestation and fun and joy and play. So I invite you into this container if this message resonates with you, then there's a lot of support in that package for you. There's a lot of content that you can work through um, to help you. <laughs> we thank you for that. It's beautiful and it's priced really well. Less than a hundred dollars <laughs> gets you all of that. And so I just want to thank you because this is valued at well over, it's almost $600. So mm -hmm. I thank you for that. What a of beautiful course. gift. Mm -hmm. And it's full of really good tools for those who want to work with this. So thank you. That yeah. is available at AcousticHealth.com forward slash special offers forward slash crystalline. And that is with Zoe Davenport. Well, thank you, Zoe. You are a beautiful example of the timelines that we can really shift and create and move into. And you are actually, tell us a little bit about the little cube that you're in right now, because <laughs> you are on your way to Costa Rica. And this is a really cool little room that you're in. It's called, Yeah, it's fun. It's this little uh, hotel called Block. So they're these little square rooms that they have at, at Gatwick Airport in London. So yeah, I fly out tomorrow. Um, most of my winters are spent working with the lands, um, working with the crystalline grid. So I was just recently in Sri Lanka for six weeks, working a lot with the, the, the karmic lines of the tsunami that happened there back in 2004. And um, yeah, lots of interesting shifts were happening there for me. I was in a deep integration on my own and um so yeah, so I transitioned from that and then I've been back in the UK for a week and then I go to Costa Rica tomorrow. So yes, <laughs> so I'm just having this interview in, um, in this little hotel room and I've got planes all around me, it's quite fun. <laughs> cool, and yeah, that's very interesting about um, Sri Lanka. I was gonna ask you about that 
that tsunami that was there because that was heavily devastated by that tsunami. Mm-hmm. So that's the yeah. work that we're doing, releasing, releasing hooks or what was it? So, uh, so what happened with, um, occasionally, not all the time, uh, what happens is I'm called into service to help clear mass, um, uh, natural disaster events that happen. So I, I'm called in to help clear um, many souls that haven't quite crossed over. And so back in 2004, I wasn't really um, awake enough to hold the frequency needed to help those souls clear through. And I actually visited Sri Lanka about eight years ago. And I remember going to a museum and I actually became very emotionally sick um, by going to that museum because I was connecting with all of the, you know, the people that had passed. Um, And then two years ago, I was in Hawaii and I started feeling really strong resonance to the tsunami. And I was like, I don't know why I'm thinking about this. And I started researching and I just, it's like my heart, like I needed to know the numbers. I needed to know the number of actual deaths in Sri Lanka and in the certain areas. And I spent like two hours online, like doing all this research. And before I went to bed, this white figure appears at the end of my bed. And she said, we need you to wake up. We need you to, we need you to, to support. And I was like, what is happening? And so um, I sat in meditation and I could feel her energy. And she said, okay, um, we want you to hold the gate open. And so I was just connecting with my heart and then opening up um, a portal and I could just feel like soul after soul after soul after soul, like just whizzing through my heart and just like jet blast speed and just so much light and just feeling the emotions and just also the oceans release and just all of this, these tears. And, oh, I, I can't explain it into words. It's just so, so powerful. Um, And then when that had come to completion, I felt this kind of the last energy cross through I asked this guide, I said, how, why now? Like it's, I'm in Hawaii. This happened years ago. She said, there's no time. And you weren't able to sustain the frequency back then, but you are held in the space in Hawaii because the energy is so high for you. And so that had happened two years ago. And then when I went to Sri Lanka this year, um, I was there. And just working with the with the oceans and drawing lots of light language codes like all along the coast. Um, and what was happening to me physically on certain days. So I think Boxing Day, I was in the water and I felt I didn't feel good to go in the water, but I went in against my better judgment and I actually um, sliced my head with a surfboard fin like right there between my third eye and my crown. And so I was, I couldn't go back in the water for a few days. And I asked my guides and they said, it's an activation because you're clearing um, this energy that was still trapped here. And then I think about a week and a half later, um, I was talking to this lady about the accident. And I ended up, bashing my head on this roof and I smacked my head so hard that there was a screw sticking out of the roof and it literally punctured the top of my head 
And so all of this blood was like pouring out of my head and I had to get rushed to emergency. And I knew in that moment, I was like, I am releasing some huge energy right now out of my crown. And when I tuned in later, my guides were like, basically all this is to do with um, the release of that tsunami and the release of this kind of old contract that you had with Sri Lanka to have to play that role. And so the energy needed to come out. It literally needed to burst out of your head like a fountain of blood. So this is a lot of what I do in my private time in my life and I don't really share because you can't make this up. And it's so profound and so beautifully perfect um and i'm so blessed to have these experiences um but it's also very powerful as well and we just i think moments in our lives like sometimes we are fulfilling these uh, collective soul uh frequencies without even knowing and so you know sometimes i know we're focused on the eye and focused on you know a partner and money and um better living situation or a different job and you know we're kind of very mono focused on, on that but we but we also want to focus on this collective frequency um when we are just following our hearts and in flow and get these message and downloads of like right go to this place or listen to this conversation or take action now we are being so divinely guided so divinely guided and sometimes we don't even know why until after we've had the experience like I found myself um I got told I had to go out on a boat on one of my last days in Sri Lanka I was like wow I don't know when I'm gonna go out on a boat somebody invites me on a whale tour I go out on a whale tour um and I was feeling really connected with the whales and just sending so much love to them and healing and just you know so much energy like really really beautiful experience and a few days later, I, I find an email in my inbox that was inviting me into a sacred unity meditation on that day at that time for the whales over in China. So I was already doing the work without me knowing. And, yeah. you know, we talk about timelines and, and our connections and how we want to help, like, the, the the consciousness shift collectively and how can we help on a bigger scale you following your flow you following your heart and your intuitive guidance you're already doing the work you know if you're a light worker you're a good a grid worker you're working with the earth no matter where you are in your reality and when you are trusting in that you are helping to shift on a huge scale and with time, if you don't have that clarity now, um, but with time, you will start to have so much more of an understanding of why certain things are coming up for you or why you are guided to certain places. And it's, it blows me away. It humbles me. It makes me very tearful in just total joy and love for the expression that we get to play in this reality together as one unit whilst enjoying our human experience in all of its messiness, but knowing that we are making a huge shift on the planet. And whenever we feel small and we are, whenever we feel less than, because maybe we feel 
that something didn't come in when we wanted it to, or maybe we feel that there's still more that we've got to clear through. Just remember that your love is the power to transform all and transmute and forgive. And it gets more interesting as we move through and it, it still blows me away. Like these events that we have is, is incredible. <laughs> well, I just love to, <clears throat> that you really follow the call, you follow the flow and that's beautiful for anyone witnessing that or watching it. It's a beautiful example of how we do it and the magic mm -hmm. that happens. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, good luck well, on your flight to Costa Rica. That's going to be all you take a group there and you're going to be doing work there too. So enjoy mm -hmm. that. And we're going to do a mastery empowerment course with you later in the year. So our community can look forward to that. But I just want to thank you right now, beautiful Zoe, for this beautiful message of love. It's the key code of love that truly guides us. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me back on. It's been a real pleasure. And thank you to everyone listening for you following your truth, following your own heart and stepping into the greatness of what you are here to accomplish. So just so, so much love, so much love. <laughs> so much love. Thank you, Zoe Davenport. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. And happy travels. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much. Again, if you would like a Zoe Davenport special offer, it is available for you. Uh, the webpage is up here on this video. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart and uh, just experience joy. So enjoy everyone. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Thank you.